Tigers will love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to episode 398 of Fergie on the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter at AndrewRP. And joining me is no one. Uh, Freaky got held up. Sure, let's go with that. He's probably at a train station somewhere. He's got hobbies. Anyway, this would be our round eight preview. Um... I'll just be on my Pat Malone here. Um, and this will, of course, come to you from our good friends at Palmerbet. Always remember, gamble responsibly. Let's hook into it. So, first off, we got the uh, Broncos versus the Sharks. Um, Broncos are at $4. The Sharks are $1.25. The line's at 11.5, which is um, that's pretty resounding. Uh, for the Sharks, Wade Graham has been named in the 19-man squad. Um, he looks like he might actually force his way into the side, but he'll probably come onto the bench. Uh, if he does do that, it'll either be, uh, I'd say, maybe Jack Williams, that will probably be the one that comes out of the side, or Andrew Fafita. Um, Tig Wilton might move to the bench otherwise, and... Wade Graham will take his side, uh, take his spot in the side in the run-on team. Uh, Finnegan also returns and will be starting at lock. Uh, so those are two massive ins for the Sharks. Uh, for the Broncos, Bronco Lee and Tessie Rabati are both into the side. Um, Billy Walters is now at hooker. Uh, they've got an actual hooker on the bench in Corey Pay. I don't know why you'd have... Uh, Billy Walters in the 17 at all. That's just a bad one. Um, I'm going with the, the Sharks in this one, and I think they'll probably cover the line. I reckon they'll probably win this one by about 18. Um, yeah, their attack's looking pretty good. Their defense is pretty strong as well at the moment. Um, Broncos, are, they go through these phases where they get very one-dimensional, and when they get into that phase... This shark side will just punch holes through them and they won't get back into the game. That's the big concern they've got. Next up, Friday night, Titans versus Panthers. Oh boy. Um, Penrith at $8.07 uh, to win this. The Titans at $8.70. The line is at 20 and a half. Um, and that's fair. That is absolutely fair. This could be a mess the way the uh, the Titans have been playing of late. They are bad. Um, one good thing for the Titans is they don't have Fafita playing at centre anymore, so that'll help them. Um, but, as I said in the last episode, he's they've got to start parking him on the edge. I know that's where he's at his best, but this bloke needs to learn that you've got to get your hands dirty. He's got to get in and do some work, so put him in the front row and make him earn, earn his crust for a few weeks and realise what's actually required of the forwards that are out there and what he needs to do on a regular basis. Then park him out wide and say, right, we want you to do that dirty stuff still, but we still need you to uh, realise that you are on big money. We need you to do these 
great fancy things that you do outside on the edges as well. Um, yeah, going to be an interesting battle through the forwards. The Titans have got a much bigger pack, but less mobile. Uh, but the the Panthers' backs, especially through the halves, those halves are absolutely going to school the Titans' uh, halves. Um, AJ Brimson's been moved to, to fullback. Smith will partner Sexton in the halves, which means Asako's now out of the team. Uh, Jaden Campbell's on the extended bench. He might force his way into the side. Uh, Kevin Proctor's been plotting all year, so I don't know why you keep him in the 17 at this rate. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the only weak point here, where the only opportunity the Titans might have is having Marju attacking Charlie Staines. Um, Staines is an absolute weakness, so that's probably going to be their only go-to uh, avenue, I guess. But other than that, Panthers by plenty. Uh, next, the Rabbitohs versus Manly. Now, the Rabbitohs, fifty-seven favourites, Manly $2.42. The line's at four and a half. Um, I, I think that's generous. I'd, I'd be getting on Manly on this one. I'm not, I'm not convinced by South. Sorry, if you lose to the Tigers, uh, it's pretty hard to be favourites the week after. I don't get that. Um, for Manly, quite a few changes there. Um, Martin Tapao's back. Josh Schuster is in the extended bench. Um, Pasika, Olakau, Atu, and Davy are all out of the side. Um, for South, they've got to do something in their halves. But they've got, um... Not much as far as coming back into the time, into the field, uh, the, the run on side goes. Sorry about that. Um, just reading other stuff and trying to talk at the same time. I am male. Bear with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not much in this, this uh, side that's changed from the last game that's going to fill you with any sort of hope that they're going to bring out a performance that deserves to have them as favourites here. I'm going to go with Manly on this one, but it will be close. Four and a half might be where the line should be. Um, Warriors versus the Raiders. The two worst performing teams of last round square off. Who's excited about this one? Nah, didn't hear anyone. Um, yeah, this is this is ugly. So the Warriors have brought forward a raft of changes here. Um... So into their 25-man squad comes Murdoch Masilla, Dejan Assi, Ali Katoa, Jack Murchie, Jackson Fry, Junior Ratava, Pride Pedersen Rabadi, uh, Valingi Kepu, Viliami Valia. Out is Penne, DWZ with an injury, Josh Curran with an injury. Um, and Edward Kosey has been dropped to the 18th man, and I'm not surprised by that. He had a horror show. Um, whereas for the Raiders, Rapana's at fullback, Nickel Clockstad's on the bench, that, I don't know, Rapana's a good player, but 
I, I don't understand what Ricky Stewart's doing here. It's almost like he wants to put Savage in the side, but he doesn't want to lose Rapana, and he's convinced that Kotrick needs to be there as well. And so he moves his winger in Rapana to fullback and puts his fullback on the bench. It's dumb. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Um, furthermore, I can't see why you keep naming Jared Croker on the bench. Either you put him in the run-on side and be done with it, or you just don't have him in the 25-minute squad. I don't see the point in putting him down there. And at some stage, he's going to get brought into the team anyway, because if they keep losing and performing badly, then they're going to need to start bringing in changes. Um, but yeah, this, this Raiders side is not really filling you with much hope. Um, over at Palmer Bet, the Raiders, though, are starting as narrow favourites. They're $1.78. The Warriors, two oh five. It shows you how bad the Raiders are going when the line is at just 1.5 points for them against a team that had 70 points put on them just a few days ago. Yeah, it was just a few days ago. It was Monday. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. This this needs to be like a four-all draw. Okay, next up, it is the Bulldogs versus the Roosters. In the palm of it, they've got the Roosters at $1.20 favourites. The Bulldogs are $4.60. The line is at 12 and a half. Now... This is this is a tricky one because the Roosters were pretty average um, on Monday. The Bulldogs, I don't know, I don't get it. They've brought in this this great rugby league mind, this this attacking genius as a coach, and yet they're sitting at the bottom of the ladder again. Uh, I thought we moved on from there, but here we are. Who would have thought that Trent Barrett was a shit coach? <sighs> anyway, I'm trying not to laugh there. Um, so for the uh, for the Roosters, we've got um, Lachlan Lamb is back into the the twenty five man squad. There, um, he's not going to come to the side. They're not making any real changes to the uh, to the Roosters side. Um, for the Bulldogs, yeah, not much has changed there either. Um, at some stage, I think they're going to have to consider maybe switching Averill on Burton around. Um, not that Burton's playing badly at 5'8", but we saw last year when he was at centre, he was just he was just unbeatable on that edge there. And maybe maybe Burton at centre is better than Averillo at centre. Um, and maybe Averillo at 5'8", is just better for the... You know, for the team, I don't know. Something's got to change. They're going to move something around there somewhere. Um, at the moment, they're just flat, very average. Um, so I'm going to go with the Roosters in that one. They'll they'll either turn up and put fifty on them, or they'll eke out a, like a six point win. The Roosters are looking. Uh, I think they're on a bit of a downward slide, if we're honest. Um, next, the Eels versus the Cowboys, and Parramatta are at a dollar twenty-eight. 
the Cowboys at $3.72, which I think is pretty wide considering how well they played on the weekend. Um, Palmerbet has the line at 10.5. Uh, now, Hammerside Tabua for Dow is on the extended bench. And I think they're going to have to put him into the side. I don't think you can just... I know Scott Drinkwater's, you know, freaky's good old mate. I know he played pretty well in the last few weeks, but I'd put him on the bench and put Granville out of the side and put Tabuai Fadao at fullback because, if we're honest, he's a much better fullback than Drinkwater will ever be. Um, Hickey wound the clock back last week and was absolutely unbeatable, and he'll be up against Penasini here. Um, Dylan Brown has been moved to centre so that Jake Arthur can play at 5'8". Why? Why? I don't know why you do that. That just seems stupid. Um, but there we go. It's almost like it's almost like the the, the Eels here, Parramatta. They they kind of want to see if it's possible if, for them to lose the game. Um, if that 17 is what they run out with. And if the Cowboys just choose to put Tabuai Fidel into the lineup, I'm I'm backing the Cowboys. I said it. Um, now on our Sunday games, Newcastle versus the Storm. Fuck me. Um, Melbourne's a dollar eight. The Knights eight dollars ten. The line is at twenty point five. Uh, man, this is. If the if the Knights don't pull their finger out now, this season will be gone. It's barely hanging on now, but this this Storm side, they've now. This is a weird thing. They only clicked for forty minutes last week, and that was the second half. And that was largely just through pretty much having all the possession. Like eventually, it was going to click, but they're now on, and. This Knights team has been doing absolutely zero to confirm that they are able to turn that around. They are... They're not even flat-track bullies. They're just... Shit. That's it. So, yeah, I'm going Melbourne on this one. It'll be a big one. And, uh... Wow, the attitude changed a little bit around this one. Last game of the week, the Dragons versus the Tigers. Dragons, favourites, $1.56. The Tigers, $2.45. The line is at four and a half. Um, this is good news for Tigers fans because it was looking like the Tigers are going to be favourites for this. And every time the Tigers start favourites, they always lose. So there's still a chance here. Um, thankfully, they've got... Uh, they don't have James Roberts at centre. Uh, Dane Laurie is still out, but Toa will be at fullback. He's looked pretty good so far, uh, so I'm, I'm happy with him being there. Um, the Hastings at seven gigs going very well, obviously. Uh, Little at nine, I'd rather he wasn't there. Um, I just don't think he's capable of being a, an NRL quality hooker, and um, I mean... Same can be said for Brooks's and the halves. I mean, as I've always said on the podcast, Brooks has the skill set to make it in the NRL. 
but he doesn't have the, the mouth. He has to be shown and told and be part of things instead of being the creator or the instigator or the director. And that's not what you want from a six. But he does have good skills. Um, and it's up to everybody else to try and eke those skills out of him to their advantage. Um, he hasn't been playing good the last two games. He said himself too that, you know, further proving my point that, you know, Hastings is doing a lot of that work and taking a lot of pressure off him because something he struggles with. No shit. So we'll see how they go. But their team is basically unchanged. Um, a lot of people are they're not criticizing the Tigers as much now that they've had two wins in a row and then they're not on the bottom of the ladder. But um, fuck it. It wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't do it. So I'm not going to go on a rant. But Offa Hengawi, he's been getting away without being criticized too heavily by the media. He's been plotting. He really needs to pull his finger out. Um, Tamo is becoming solid. And fuck that. He's a leader. He needs to be better than solid. Musgrove is overrated. And he's not even really rated. Um, but most importantly, David Nofaluma is atrocious in defense. And that prick needs to learn to stay out on his fucking wing. He's got to be consistent every time. Because too often he, he's, he'll do a premeditated thing, which when you're rushing up and in, you have to do. You've got to premeditate, otherwise you'll be doing it too late. But he's doing it about three plays beforehand, and the opposition halfback will see it before he gets the ball, and he goes, ah, Nofaluma's gone, he's blown his load already. Okay, well, I can either kick to the corner, I've got a th- or I'll have a three-on-one if I decide to run. You know, and the poor centre's just got no chance. Um, Garner is a very good second rower, and he's handling the centre duties pretty damn well. But the one thing he doesn't, doesn't do probably because he's not an actual center is he doesn't try he doesn't keep Nofaluma in shape defensively and that's a that's a problem out there um on the other side at center will be Gildart who has a knack for sloppy hands um and it seems to be the only area where the dragons are going to have a genuine um massive upside is in the centers because Sully will steamroll through Gilda and Lomax has that um, silky smooth skill set and the ability to, he, he'll trouble Garner. You'll probably get around him a few times as well. Um, and Ravalawa will more often than not stay on his wing, which means he'll probably run in about 19 tries while Nofaluma's running around looking for hot dogs or whatever the fuck he's doing. Um if Brooks and Hastings are smart, they'll be bombing the living shit out of and by, and that'll be their way of scoring plenty of points as well. Uh, yeah, it's a real reasonably evenly matched game this one, but you know, I'm obviously I'm going to go for the Tigers. So that's pretty much our rapid sort of wrap up of this round. Um, thank you to Palmerbet as always, gamble responsibly, and you can catch us on. The socials, Instagram and Twitter at Fergo Freak Pod. We're on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, MySpace. So check us out on all of those. Follows, likes, all that sort of stuff. That'd be fantastic. And thanks for listening. Very brief, quick episode. And uh, we'll catch us all next time. Palmer bet with the big dirty.
you. Punters will love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858.